I do not want to hear anything further about this young man being harassed. We understand each other. I believe we do, Mr. Who are you? I'm a friend of the family. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom. I'm here with Eric, Brittany, and Fallon. Hello. Hello, Hello everyone. <laughs> What's up? Oh, nothing much. <laughs> you know, here Sorry. recording. Just watching a movie and immediately discussing. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, what were you going to say? I was going to say we're harmonizing very nicely. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a good job. Fallon, how, how are you today? Personally, I can't stop smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because of the movie we just watched? And the beautiful harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> I think it means it's going to be a good one. And we're a nice even number, which pleases me. Yes. Oh, that's good. 90. It's a good round one. Yeah. yeah this important. Is episode 90. So this is pretty cool. We've done a lot of these I and uh, we're not that much better at it. So <laughs> that's why we have Fallon here. <laughs> we still don't know how to start episodes. <laughs> yeah. Still a rocky road. So uh, we watched Britney's pick tonight. It was it your was pick. It was by proxy of Fallon telling me I needed to watch it a million times. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I forced this movie down people's throats. (laughs) I understand why, though. I get it. Well, that movie is uh, 2014's The Guest. We'll go ahead and say it. Um, So I guess that that is why we watched this movie. It was because of Fallon. Yes. Yeah. And um, I know that Adam Wingard had directed Your Next, which was like a movie that completely took me by surprise. That was a good one. Um, So I felt like this would at least be good enough good enough (laughs) and then he has as we were saying before he has Blair Witch Project coming out and just I guess by the time this goes Mm. up probably about a a week or so I think it's the 16th uh, the new Blair Witch comes out oh yeah so it'll be about a week from when we post this probably Ah. which is really exciting and I was semi looking forward to seeing that but now that I know that he's attached to it I'm even more excited (laughs) yeah I know I'm definitely excited for that so what was the guest about uh, Brittany, why don't you fill us I forgot out? that I was going to have to do this. <laughs> That's on you. All right. So the guest is about a family who loses their son in the army. And shortly thereafter, they receive a visit from one of his platoon mates, I guess. Yeah, that's what they call them. Squad <laughs> Platoon mates. Squad members. That's with Charlie Sheen, right? <laughs> fucking, I don't know. Well, what do they call them then? I don't know. Mr. Smarty fucking pants. That's what they call them. Brothers. <laughs> Brothers, yeah. yeah. Brothers with arms. Good pals. Um, anyway, one of his fellow... <laughs> call him Goon Squad. Does that help? <laughs> sure. Um, who is basically just like, oh, I knew your son. He wanted me to come tell you all that he loved you blah 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 but slowly weird things start happening around this guy and he starts to let his psycho side slip a little bit and people start to suspect that he's not actually who he says he is Mm. Mm -hmm. tight summation yeah i don't want to divulge any further details yeah that's kind of top secret yeah how how spoilery do we get in here right away okay i feel like as as we go on yeah as we i think so we soften the blow i feel like if you care about spoilers why would you be listening that's a good point yeah so <laughs> fuck you <laughs> we, we probably should i mean this is a newer movie we should probably say if you don't want this spoiled you should probably stop here yeah all right the good. we watch old garbage right. that everyone hates <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll keep the disclaimer up um i just i do want to say one thing <laughs> you oh, can oh, this is a safe space it. and if you want to say something you can thank you i feel much more comfortable <laughs> 
Uh, but I, in all capital letters, I have in my notebook. Get ready for your new sexual brother. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the new ta- that was, tagline for the movie? That right? was kind of the subplot of this movie. Sexy as fuck. <laughs> so sexy as fuck. I like. <laughs> he was like. He's like Bobo Chris Evans. Like he looks so much like Chris Evans. It's crazy. I have made a habit since my first time viewing this movie. I think Uh-oh. I'm probably on viewing six or seven of it now in the last <laughs> year or so. <sighs> um, <laughs> of just searching for gifts of Dan Stevens and sending them around to my Brittany and Tom and Eric. You've Please now seen the movie. You're now in the Dan okay. Stevens yeah. gift circle. Oh, excellent. Uh, I'm excited. Like, being a Freemason, I'm so I, <laughs> I think the other thing I want to say just to entice people about how special this movie is before we get Sell into it, hard. it is uh, one of uh, my friend Sarah, who I also uh, for uh, no. Holy shit, Sarah's the one who turned me on to this movie. She's the root source. Oh, okay. thanks, Sarah. She's the source. Patient zero. Her and her husband have this, like, agreement with the guest. What? Which is, so, a guest agreement. What is the guest agreement? The guest agreement is that she, like myself, often feels compelled to watch it far more than is normal. <laughs> so her husband basically says to her, fine, we can watch until he does something cool. Uh. And, you know, in, in the parameters of this movie, until he does something like especially guestly or sexy, you know, that's how they can get one of those and then they turn it off. Uh. Okay. <laughs> you gotta savor it. Yeah, yeah. He because, gets it. Because otherwise, like me, she'd probably be on viewing seven or eight right now. <laughs> Start to, uh, you need to go to a anonymous group. This guy's straight up handing out fetishes left and right. Is it because of how, like, sexy this guy is? gotta be it okay you clowns cut the crap all right so let's just uh let's go into successes then let's start with how sexy he is <laughs> sure yeah. that's a success. as a straight success, a success of the movie yeah. also good actor Okay, the, uh, s- secondary to how good he looks, all right? Well, I didn't say it. You did, so I had no choice but to be secondary. Okay, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a, a, a real sexual menace. One of the first times that we sense that something is wrong with, um, what's his name? What's uh, he calling himself? David? David, yeah. yes. Okay, one of the first times we sense something is off with David is when they suddenly <laughs> cut to him in the family's home, staring for, like, into the distance, <laughs> looking very attractive. Thousand-yard stare. Thousand-yard oh, yeah. stare. He does this several times through the movie. It's very menacing. I really appreciate um, an intimidating sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Brings yeah. me back to 1994 with Mark Wahlberg in Fear. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, I, I feel like we've talked. Uh, <laughs> so how confusing is stuff like this for women? Like how confusing is that? Like things like Fear. Like I mean, uh, I mean, I guess it just of, works because it's, it's a real pickle. Yeah, because I get you, it. You want? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I certainly because on one hand you want to be like, no, consent <laughs> is good <laughs> and abuse is bad, but on the other hand you're like. I'm kind of enticed by his dark nature. Yeah, I Because he can lift that corner of his mouth and turn into a smirk. He Just can also lift two kegs at the same time <laughs> over his head. <laughs> okay. Yeah, as you see later. That actually movie, brings but, me to yeah. like my top success, which was this movie felt oddly 80s and oddly familiar. Dude, yes. But like while still being kind of modern and self-aware, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I loved like all the like 
80s stereotypical cool guy tropes they used like him coming out of the bathroom and like a cloud of steam just <laughs> pushing him out and he's just glistening in his towel <laughs> and you're like oh my god this is 1985 and then um the carrying both the kegs i was like this is so perfect <laughs> like i felt like they knew exactly what they were doing and then he smokes a j and just basically blows the smoke straight into the camera while giving <laughs> a aforementioned thousand yard stare he did like the overhand drag too like the oh yeah cool guy drag wicked cool you know i fell for him <laughs> <laughs> i definitely did Tom's his new biggest fan. And, well, and on top of so, I, I also had uh, you know this had like an '80s vibe mm. and like a '90s type story. You know, yeah. like this weird infiltration type story with like I, I hate you know using this as an adjective, but it had like that gritty realism that you get from movies today. So it kind of just bridged all these different avenues and then boiled it into one movie. It did bring a lot of things together. Yeah, yeah. really, like really an well. Action horror comedy all at the same time. Yeah, like an '80s yeah. horror movie and a '90s action movie, and then like a modern. Uh, comedy all at the same time <laughs> and it was pretty fascinating good at all of them yeah yeah the, the like set design the the styling the feel i mean we keep seeing the 80s with it but just the way this <laughs> movie looks like on the set end and then the like almost john carpenter synths and noises yep. as people are walking around it's the colors are super lush and and kind of like jolly and green and yellow and super cool <laughs> I, I got so excited I was pumping my fist no one can see that but I banged you, my elbow you're beating up the house <laughs> um, also took place right before Halloween which is always a special time for movies like this yeah I feel like it's just a great time to set your story it does it puts it in the canon of like oh I can watch this movie once or five times a year <laughs> at the very least once I live in New England I'm obsessed with Halloween of course that's how it goes that's how it goes uh, Eric, what about you for successes? Uh, the soundtrack is boss. So uh, yeah. good. Yeah. I was the soundtrack is uh, pretty much directly out of my Spotify weekly. It was just <laughs> nothing but uh, agrotech and retrowave and uh, classic like dark wave and goth. Uh, I think we heard like three Klan of Zymox songs, which <laughs> I don't know why it keeps happening when Fallon shows up on the show that we have a movie with Klan of Zymox in it for some reason. <laughs> We've watched all two movies that has that in the soundtrack. <laughs> But like the music was just fucking awesome. And I felt the fact that they said it in Halloween justified this choice of music. Yeah. Because it wouldn't really make sense in the context of any other setting, but they, they managed to make it work. And even though it doesn't really fit with the plot, it fits with the, 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 the look of the movie. Totally. And I enjoyed it a lot. I forget the terms for when music is part of the noise of the film. Oh, there's, versus there's diegetic and non-diegetic but yes. i don't remember which is which i don't <laughs> either um but i like how they like kind of flipped it and reversed it mm. and like made her burn him a cd which was then like the soundtrack for the last 20 minutes of the movie i thought that was pretty rad that was awesome yeah, yeah very interesting i thought and you know even though like as much as i'm kind of gushing about him i think that <laughs> she, she and she meaning the the sister and the family who's like the one person who's kind of on to him and starts realizing he's not the the man he says he is. I think she's like a really good final girl and yeah. kind of really holds it together is pretty compelling in her own way, even 
Like, I feel like when you're against someone as charismatic, when the villain is so charismatic, it's really hard <laughs> for know. everyone else to stand up. You kind of usually just be like, die, bitch. I kept being know? like, when are they going to make out? Oh, but he killed her family. <sighs> <sighs> Shit. <That's>... God damn it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't kill my parents. Well, Fuck. Listen, <laughs> like, hold on. There's he... still room for the guest, too. <laughs> that... Oh, oh, oh. That's he very was true. a really sad dad. He was you know he he probably needed to die the dad was awful i hated him i actually wrote spencer dad is annoying i get (laughs) wanting him dead because i knew he was gonna be dead at some point really yeah i didn't think the all right so i didn't think the family was gonna get iced that way me neither no i wasn't expecting that i thought it was gonna be like a oh i don't want to hurt you guys i just want to get the fuck out of here and away from the army Mm -hmm. type thing correct yeah. yeah but he was programmed to tie up loose ends it's true and that's unfortunate but then I was like, if the mom hadn't yelled, would she? Would he have stabbed her? Yes. Mm, I don't know. Like, if she was like, oh, I'm not going to tell anyone. Because when Luke was like, I'm not going to tell anyone, he was like, oh, okay. We're good here. I yeah, mean, yeah. who knows if he would have come back and killed him later anyway. I, that's what I was thinking by the end of the movie that he was going to do. Yeah, that whole scene when uh, he's talking to the mother right before he kills her and she's kind of trying to, like, force the movie plot out of him. <laughs> and he just yes. answers, like, with the flip... It's too complicated to explain. <laughs> by it doesn't matter. Like yeah, she got loopered. I don't know why. Another movie that all might really piss me off. <laughs> no, this movie love it. Like I love that it's so like DGAF about just like the details. Just like nope, you're this is these are the rules for this one. Like yeah. we kill people. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get a clear explanation on why he is doing anything. Medical yeah. experiments. Yeah, yeah, it's all vague terms, and I <laughs> I don't know why I accept it from this movie, because but I did. The movie is so fun mm. without. Yeah you needing to really understand why i think it just knew it could get away with it it was like if we just make this a blast to watch we can have a super vague plot line and no one will ever care yeah you know those types of people who can just say whatever they want even though it might be kind of offensive but they get away with it because of who they are like if that person was a movie it, this would be the <laughs> <laughs> Fallon, what about you i know i know you've had some successes do you have any anything else um, you know, just in terms of just like the way the whole movie comes together and everything uh, that we haven't talked about, I like that it starts right away. Yes. Mm. Starts with him showing up on the door. Um, there's a the the way it changes I guess forty minutes in is peculiar. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but I couldn't care less. Uh, I couldn't oh, we're in this movie now. I mean, I guess I would say for me, the success is like the pacing kept pulling me along. I liked the way that built tension. I liked how he kept doing his refrain in the beginning of just, he told me to say, I love you. Yep. That's just like creepy. It kind of reminds, you know, I was trying to think of other movies where someone says the same thing over and over and over again, and it becomes more and more sinister. I don't know. Did you guys ever see The Vanishing? Where... Yeah. There's two versions With of it. Sandra Bullock and Kiefer Sutherland. That that's one of them. Yes, yeah, I've different. only seen that. Yeah, one. and he keeps asking, like, Joe, you want to see where your wife is? You want to say, I want to find my wife. I want to find my wife. And then at the end, just like, oh, you're gonna find your. I don't know. Yeah. You know, sometimes when something so mundane repeated becomes scary. Definitely. This I can't think so of any cool. examples either right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how I got these scars? Yeah, I also really enjoyed the uh, strange fraternal and paternal relationship between david and uh, the little brother luke yeah we haven't yes. talked about luke yet i totally loved luke as a character i felt bad for him 
Yeah, I kind of thought that like one of the most morbid parts of the movie was, I think, their relationship. I think that was one of the most disturbing parts uh, because it was one that I can you can kind of relate to. I you know, know, he he's like he's lost his brother Luke, and then he's got this new brother who just shows up, and he's like teaching him how to like be a man yeah. that his dad's not doing. He's not doing a very good job. And he felt so it. bad when he was like, "I won't tell anyone." Like, like you're my friend. You're my friend, right? That's and so they, I was like, "No." So sad because <laughs> he's like what sixteen, like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, 15, 16, yeah. yeah, like that's that's. Super sad because that was like he's starting to look up to him, and it was actually paying off for this kid. The relationship, so many things were paying off by knowing this guy, that it was kind of hard to to think that he was doing anything bad. I feel like that's a classic move to pull, though, because who doesn't identify with like the kid who's getting picked on or like the underdog? I feel like it's like low hanging fruit, but. I don't even care. Yeah. Every time a movie does it, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's satisfying to watch. It's way <laughs> satisfying. When he finally fucking punched that kid, my heart grew three sizes today. <laughs> it's funny because the sister who ends up sort of being the hero and driving it is really backburner at the beginning of this movie because I think what really kicks the movie... For me, the experience of watching it is when it first starts, you don't really know what to make of it. It's kind of pretty straightforward it almost seems like oh this is like a normal movie there's some <laughs> but the, there's some bizarre things like him staring into space the character choices by the drunken rambling father that make you're like oh this, i need this a is drink. making some choices but it's when he picks the brother up at school and goes to the bar and during the bar fight i think the bar scene is when this movie really begins for me and what yeah. makes it special or when it starts suddenly setting its tone of what type of movie this is going to be because the beginning i feel like you can't really tell what it's going to be yeah i I thought i was going to watch like a straight horror movie like i had a sense that was maybe going to be like a creepy psychological horror movie and this obviously has splashes of it but it didn't really go down that route splashes of humor as well well see that's the thing is when it it started i thought we were in like because i didn't know really much about this movie at all i knew you had recommended a fallon that was basically all I knew. I knew like the basic like guy shows up, people get suspicious. I had no idea. I thought we I thought I was watching a regular thriller and then, you know, I kept hearing like kind of laughs from you guys and I was a little confused. I was like, "Wait, is this like a comedy? Like am I allowed to like laugh at this because I was like No, I'm just get appropriate. Up. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but I I will say that I feel like there were a lot of like nervous laughs. I don't know. I nervous laughed a lot during this. I'm like, huh, huh, like <laughs> a couple times just really had to let that out. But yeah, I was co- very confused in the beginning because of everyone else. And then it really just changed over time and to be funny. And like then, obviously. Yeah. It, it, it turned funny and then it turned like action and it's serious. Yeah. I it, feel like they did a good job of making him sinister at the beginning, but you don't really understand why mm. because I don't know. It's like, an evil smile that really looks like it wants to eat you. <laughs> you know, I had a another interesting viewing experience with okay. this movie, <laughs> which I, I'm curious to see how you guys take this as how this may have changed your perception of the movie. Uh, so every year, a group of my friends on Super Bowl Sunday, as they're not uh, football fans, they do Super Body Sunday. Okay. And uh, so on Super Body Sunday, you pit two <laughs> movies against each other and you all have to vote beforehand on who has the highest, uh, what you think is going to have the highest body count. <laughs> so That's a great time. So is it like two things you never seen before most the majority hasn't seen it um but this year the two choices were the kingsman and the guest Ooh. and the theme was super body sunday sleeper cell 
Yeah. So that's great. I had seen the guest. Another person had seen it. But for the most part, this room of about like 18 people had never seen it. And they all came into it knowing this was going to be a sleeper cell movie. And I think like knowing that something was off with this dude, like, every, you know, I think it changes something about it. And that's why I was saying in the beginning, it's like, how spoilery do you get with this? It's it changes the movie, but not in a bad way. It just makes it kind of sillier in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of liked going along the ride. I went along, though, not knowing anything and then having it kind of unfold the way it did. I thought that was probably the part I liked the most about it. So, yeah, I think that would definitely would have changed my perspective of the movie, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like how you didn't really see much of her in the beginning because it was kind of just like from his perspective and he didn't really see her for a while. And then finally she kind of drifts into the picture. At first I thought this was going to be all about like him pursuing her. Like he showed up because he like heard about her or saw her or something. Then he came up and he was just like trying to get to her. But then that was not it at all. That was a stupid idea. That would have been a terrible no, because movie. It was more com- it was more about like uh, his desire for uh, to find an orthodontist. That's what we believe, right? Yeah, One man's was- quest for an orthodontist. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Perfect no, body, but they perfect teeth. totally injected so much sexual tension between them the entire movie so it's not ridiculous that you would think that you know actually to tom's question earlier of like how is that journey for us as, as you know <laughs> ladies who who may or may not you know want to you know get down, <laughs> get down with a murderer i thought it was really bizarre how fast anna turns on david it's like they have this magical night at the party she's making a mix cd for him then the next day she watches him make a phone call and she's running to the computer to google him as fast as I she know. can and he like what the hell didn't say anything super like suspicious what happened? Was that just her 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 female wiles just trickling, just like a, a spider sense? What went know. wrong? I don't know. I guess maybe the way he was talking on, like the, his tone of voice on the phone, like really came off as super aggressive in a way that she hadn't seen before. True. So, but I still don't really make the connection between that and her calling up the military base. Like that seems like <laughs> a big escalation. <laughs> He's talking about orthodontist. I need to call the military. <laughs> yeah, that was Practice a little case. bit of a leap. But I think she was suspicious of him to begin with. True. Or maybe just like irritated or put out. Yeah, she seemed like she thought it was pretty lame that her mom was like wanting to talk with this dude. Like it's... That her mom totally wanted to fuck this guy because she totally did. I feel like every scene with anybody in him was just like them being like, please put it inside me. <laughs> Even the dad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Especially Spencer, the dad. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's always dad. asking him to drink. Yeah, <laughs> trying to butter him up. What I actually wrote down, I was like, question mark. Um, is there something oddly erotic about the final fight between Anna and David? Like, or is it just no. me? Or is it just <laughs> the music? It's the sexual music and the fact that <laughs> okay. everyone else gets like shot from a distance and he He's mounts like, her yeah. and, and grabs her, grabs her passionately. Yeah. Passionately. Well, we've seen him make that move before. <laughs> it was a passionate stabbing. It was a passionate strangulation. <laughs> uh, no, just me. All right. I'm so not qualified to talk about this movie. <laughs> Qualifications. <laughs> Welcome to Second Since Class ever After had Dark. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, on top of that, I, th- I will say that this uh, the mom, she just moves so fast. She went from like staring, you know, at, at the wall 
in our house having this guy come up and then all of a sudden he's like living there she just she moved way too fast i was like oh. <laughs> you know yeah, next thing he's like going to pto meeting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they moved you so fast i actually feel like that's a regional thing because i was like as someone from new england i cannot identify with asking a stranger to have an elongated <laughs> stay in my home i'd be like okay bye stay at the motel <laughs> I'd be like, Get oh, you, my lawn. you found a motel. Here's here's a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like as a New Englander, that does not resonate with me. <laughs> yeah. They were in New Mexico. Is that was where they New were? Mm-hmm. I was wondering that. Mm. That's southwestern well, just think about hospitality. It. You wouldn't have gotten taken in by the guest. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe if he was I wouldn't get guest. to bang David, but... I probably would. You get also stabbed would to death not either. get stabbed to death by David. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> David gave a lot of good advice, though. I mean, when he when he went with the mother to school, first off, he he that gets, was awesome. He gets the kid knocked down from being expelled to a very fair thirty day after school sus- detention, yes. working on the Halloween dance. Which, yeah, which you know, was awesome. It was like a fucking haunted house. Yeah. Like what a punishment. <laughs> That actually led to like my primary question for this movie, which is what we discussed earlier. Do which Halloween is where is their Halloween? Yes. Dance? Do Halloween dances exist? I don't know because we where went to the grown ass prom at the Met like a few mm-hmm. months ago, and I was wondering why they don't do a Halloween prom or like Halloween haunted fucking hootenanny. <laughs> Dude, I would love to go to a hootenanny. Haunted hootenanny. Somebody do it. They can host it at the Galleria. Oh, the Bargain City Galleria, everybody. (laughs) Um, All right. So if we don't have anything else to say as far as successes, do we want to talk about things that uh, maybe maybe made us feel a little weird? Things that maybe didn't work out so well. Fallon, it looked like you want to say something. You're gritting your teeth because you don't want to talk ill of David. And I understand. I I wrote simply down, the turning point is so crazy. I don't even know if that's a failure, though, because I accept it. I accept every because, as you said, that aforementioned just longing for this fictional character really clouds my judgment. (laughs) Um, It is. I mean, for certain, it's jarring when we cut to the scene in the mysterious KPG Corporation and suddenly the military is involved. We're in a conference. We've been in the desert in the southwest this whole time and we're suddenly in. Okay, all right, so... Yeah, that was kind of my cabin in the woods moment. I was like, oh, God, like, super secret organization. All right, so we're 37 minutes into this movie, and let's just go ahead and say that doesn't happen. Based on what we had seen in in the previous 37 minutes, where do you think the movie would be going if that didn't happen? (laughs) Right? Like, uh, I feel like like if this this movie was just going in a straight line, hit a wall, and then this happened, and then the movie kept going, as opposed... So what else could happen? Everyone in the Peterson family marries David. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel like she could have found out that he wasn't him, like who he said he was from the military or whoever it was that she called. She could have faced off with him something, forced him to, like tell the story of where he's from instead of agent Broyles from fringe telling us where he's from okay yeah, and I then it would have worked just as well i feel you don't think they needed to have those military characters you think it could have been more about the relationship between anna and uh, david here i, I think you, i think it is a better movie with the the military intervention so. because oh, o- no, otherwise totally. yeah otherwise now that i'm thinking about 
here's what it would have been. It would have started being, we probably would have gotten the on-screen kill of David killing the, the father's boss. We would have seen that. And then the rest would have been just her <laughs> snooping around and do, kind of doing some Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And we would have just seen her try to investigate who killed her friend. Not so... Not I so think fun. it would have gotten us to the same place, but it wouldn't have been as fun of a ride. I think it would have been a lot tamer. It wouldn't have been as amped up because this has got like high energy, high action <laughs> with the military park in it. And that is just what makes this movie so different and awesome. I is, forgot is all about bit. the dad's boss. <laughs> <laughs> that was I like that that happened yeah. off screen. It was yeah. just like a yeah. footnote in the rest of this movie. Yeah. I believe the body count for this was 17. I think. Not bad. I don't Pretty remember. Sizable. That's good. King, Kingsman won. Uh, did it? I never. I never. Watched I heard Kingsman. a lot of people get killed. <laughs> we had to watch that. Yeah, you got to like get to slow mo to, to oh. count all the people who die in that one. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Holy shit! Looks pretty brute. Um, yeah. So, so anything else like um, that we that we didn't anything? I didn't write any negatives down. I barely took any notes to begin with, mm. and mm. I just really was enjoying the fuck out of this movie, and I barely wrote anything down. Yeah, definitely just enjoyed watching it. Um, I thought every, like, especially towards the end, like, all of, like, the framing that they did for, like, the haunted house stuff, and and the, that whole scene was just awesome. Like, every frame was just a fucking picture. And it added a little bit more of that retro feel mm-hmm. that I was really digging yeah. yeah, it's so cool. I think so. Adam, what's it? Weingart? What's Weingart his last name? Wingard or Wingard? Wingard or something. Yeah, I feel like he. I, I, after this movie and after seeing You're Next, I felt like about him the way I remember I kind of felt about Ty West after I saw House of the Devil, where I'm like, I'm on this guy's team now. I just want to <laughs> see what he does. Maybe I won't like all of his movies, but I'm going to yeah. be curious about what type of movies he makes now because the choices he makes are really interesting. Oh, and for sure. I'm uh, I'm on board. Well, that's fun. It's yeah. It's, you bring up Ty West. That's like a perfect comparison too, because I feel like I feel the same way about him too. Where it's like, you know what? Because I didn't really like House of the Devil that much. Yeah, but then the Innkeepers was like really good. I loved yeah, you got curious about <laughs> yeah, it, right? Like, You're like, what type of movies does is he gonna make? Exactly. It's not just because I didn't like it doesn't mean it didn't make me curious about it. So I was like, okay, well, let's feel it out. And then his movies keep getting better and better. Ty West, but yeah. yeah want to see what he's going to do this is maybe kind of a nitpick and i'm not sure if it would have made the movie better or worse okay um i wasn't crazy about the fact that we see dave explicitly kill uh the gun dealer and his buddy uh craig so early into the movie because i felt like we could have been strung along as to whether or not dave was necessarily a bad guy or if he was just like a super alpha male that was maybe doing things that were kind of sitting on the fence but were ultimately good for the peterson family mm. i wasn't I, I kind of would have liked to have been strung along for like another five minutes Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah, because she makes the call like the scene before that, Mm -hmm. and then you find out. So it didn't really leave much time for us to stew. Yeah. Well, I I think what before uh, I was going to say. I mean, but with the pacing of this movie, like I think we I had said, you know, we were about thirty minutes in, and it felt like it was three hours, but that was a good thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, with the pacing of this movie, I was like, okay, well, we got plenty of time with David, so that's fine. Yeah. I think I kind of I think I liked that fact because then we knew something about him that no one else knew and then they had to operate without knowing that while we could see him continue to try and cover himself up for a little bit. That's yeah. true. I think it added a little a little bit to that. Yeah. This movie did clip along, but like everything developed perfectly fine. Yeah. Which oh. is always appreciated. A solid hour 40. Since we always bitch about everything being too long. 
<laughs> Anything between 90 and 100 minutes is... A bad movie just really overstays its welcome. <laughs> you, you know that. <laughs> um, all right, so any specific favorite parts that we want to bring up um, that we haven't already talked about or even that we have talked about that we want to talk a little more about? The entire halloween showdown like finale it was just awesome the imagery Mm -hmm. was awesome the colors the music it was just perfect i loved it yeah i feel like if you were gonna be shown you know i would want that halloween maze and like a clip of my favorite halloween moments in movies you know like for sure just like kind of put that in along with like i said the annual viewing of trick-or-treat or whatever your new classics are just watch the last like 15 minutes of this movie and feel that halloween spirit (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it has nothing to do with halloween but just the scenery makes you feel Although I the loved Halloween all the spirit. hokey paper Halloween decorations in people's houses leading up to it all. There's yes. a lot of good. Yeah, did they even really, t- besides the dance, did they even talk about how it was Halloween at all? Mm, no. no. Her friend had like a party, like a Halloween party, I guess. That's true. And then they were getting ready for the dance, and that was really it. I did notice the decorations in their house, like at the beginning, and I was like, hmm. Must be near Halloween. Yeah. Although this starts getting into that tricky territory we were talking about before we even watched the movie, where sometimes someone's Halloween decorations could just be personal style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but our tell. lack of wanting to put away Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> it should be noted that I'm staring at um, a plastic <laughs> Halloween hey. candy bucket, and Brittany's microphone is a jack o' lantern. <laughs> it really is. It's pretty bad. It's in also here. true. Now I'm looking around for more Halloween stuff and I'm going to try and cover it up real quick. <laughs> Awful. We have like a gravestone uh, snow globe in the dining room. Oh, that's right. A bunch of black candles and like a thing that looks like a hand. Yeah. It's not a hand though. It just looks like one. I love the spooky stuff. It's, it's September 1st, so it's pretty much the official countdown to Halloween at this point. Very good point. We're very in season. I take it all back. I'll show it all off. <laughs> On top of the uh, the end scene, there's um, the, specifically the where... You know, I don't remember his name, but Broyles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Broyles. In the mirror scene, when they kind of have uh, him and David have their like last little final battle on the. That the was mirror. cool little funhouse mirror action. Funhouse mirror scenes can really go either way. They can be like super annoying. I thought that one cheesy. was okay. I, I really liked it. I liked a couple of the shots that they chose to use and how they use them. I thought it was. I was. I just totally bought it. I didn't think it was anything spectacular, but it also didn't overstay its welcome. Exactly. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to make you look at Funhouse Mirrors for four and a half minutes. Yeah, and like someone keeps turning around like, hello. (laughs) And the camera starts circling (laughs) around. Running into glass. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There's definitely a lack of people talking to themselves in this movie. So that's a big (laughs) positive. Yeah, no one's ever alone for more than like 10 seconds. Yeah, people had a good understanding of their spatial awareness and who was near them. Um, Eric, what about you for favorite parts? Um, I, I liked all the uh, all the action movie homages that, that were taking place in this movie. There, mm. was, there was a lot of face-off going on in this movie. Oh, yeah. Tons of face-off. Um, we got a couple of Predator moments, and we definitely got some Terminator 2 near the end there. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, unlike... Uh, oh, God. What was that horrible 80s throwback horror movie we watched with Robert Patrick in it as the principal? Do you remember what that was called? Oh, um, <sighs> shit. The, oh, uh, Lost w- After Dark? Does yes. Right? yes. Now you're talking about the faculty so for did a I, second. And <laughs> my eyeballs started rising. You shut your fucking yes. yes. Did you see the tension? I saw you guys like <laughs> tense up. I was like, first of all, he's the coach. <laughs> you have the whistle. <laughs> I'm not your he enemy. <laughs> We got this. 
stand but, in the um, Clark? <laughs> How dare you even know? But Lost After Dark was a piece of shit. It was horrible. But the problem with that movie is that it wanted to tell us how much it loved uh, 80s and 90s cinema and it never showed us. Yes. And this movie like went out of its way to like direct its movie like an 80s or 80s horror movie and a 90s action movie. Yeah. And it went out of its way to like throw homages in there that... They were subtle enough that if you didn't recognize the references, I'm sure there are plenty that I didn't, that you wouldn't notice it. But then when you do notice it, you're like, oh, I know what they like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like if you watched, if you appreciate that type of thing, you would notice mm. it. Yeah. Well, on top of you saying this movie is very Terminator 2, uh, you, you brought that up very early on. You, this, is very, this is very Terminator. He was very like robotic and mechanical yeah. in his ways. Well, I mean, what is the T-800 other than a robotic motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then he gives him a thumbs up when he yeah, dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so and at the very end of the movie, like as he's giving like his final dying speech, in my head, because Eric, you brought it up, and it, you were so right, yeah. and then in my head, I'm like, please thumb us up. Please thumb us up. And he fucking thumbs up at the I was just... They had to have known, right? I think must probably. God. I mean, like you said, it starts the bar fight. Yeah. I mean, that I think was the first time you said Terminator was was at the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, his movements are just fight. so like, I've got this before you even know it. Like, oh, the action editing in this movie was so good, too. It was really good. It like nailed every aspect of it. And at the beginning, because I feel like so often with movies that skip around genre wise you're like i wish they would have just picked one mm-hmm. and went heavy on that and then let yeah. everything else kind of like supplement that but i feel like this had like the perfect balance of everything mm-hmm. it was like perfect amount of thrill perfect amount of action perfect amount of comedy yeah it did it usually you get three shitty movies but in this case we got three really good movies <laughs> <laughs> so true uh any uh any any last uh favorite parts before we move on to ratings guys any last hurrahs all right oh, you know the last thing i'll say about is i was looking up the the soundtrack before i came over to remind myself what was on it because like eric i also really enjoy it and a few of the songs on there are by that group survive you know all spaced out who's been getting a lot of acclaim recently because they did the stranger things score mm. ah. so they're actually playing at great scott in boston in november if you want to go to that yeah and, let's do it yeah let's, let's go stranger things was so good yes yeah that was a good one I got my new stranger things shirt i'm gonna wear it to work tomorrow Ooh. okay <laughs> let's rate it <laughs> <laughs> So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With yeah, fuck I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Who's a scared grandpa that wants the dress code upheld? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my German grandpa. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's rate the guest 2014. Um. Uh, let's just let's just go. Fuck yeah. All right, we got a fuck yeah from Brittany. Obvious. Fuck yeah, yeah, I mean, fuck David. <laughs> fuck yeah. 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 All right, we need to talk more about this whole scary man. We want to give this an I fuck David? You want to fuck David? <laughs> Are we oh. all raising our hands? Hi. Yep. Yep. He's yep. A, you know, at the beginning, I was like, oh, he's so not my tape. Then I was like, yeah, no, he's total. But he is. No. he's everyone well because you know? well, well, he comes across so he comes across as like muscular like you know kind of douche right but then once once but you get like, that little sucks, hit, but he like drinks that hot sauce and, and, polite. and peppermint yeah. cinnamon schnapps and hot sauce oh my god and that's it <laughs> well because he's got that little tone of serial killer to add that little bit of danger for you ladies out yeah. there <laughs> and you know what i think it is i think it's like women are drawn to like strength and but they want a guy who's like 
could crush somebody's skull, but he would never like hurt you. But he can also <laughs> teach your little brother math and, like, and, and we'll tell hold him to the light door for you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's the most important part of advice. Oh shit, sorry, we were almost out. And Tom was trying to get us out of this. He's trying to do the rating, but we haven't talked about the most I almost critical part. Okay, what's the most critical part? The most Val? critical piece of advice we learn in this movie is that when you are faced with a bully. You stab them and burn their families' homes. Don't worry yeah. about it. Bring a knife to school, and if they take it from you and kick your ass, just burn their fucking house down with their family inside. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Verbatim. That's yeah. David's advice. <laughs> I love that David keeps testing the waters with the little brother, and the little brother keeps going along with it. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was totally ready to be a psycho too. Mm. I think he could. He could have got there. That I think that would have been an interesting end to this movie as well. Oh. I feel like totally turned. Him. Yeah. And it was just on David's side. Yeah. Teach me to be like you. Well, there's still room for the guest, too. Yeah, well, that's true. At the very end, we got a classic slasher ending here. And it was actually, it didn't piss me off. Totally didn't. Because <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to be like, like, turn around and then he, like, takes his mask off and he, like, smiles or he does something stupid, like he throws a grenade back in there. Or something, <laughs> oh you know? Like something dumb, but they didn't do anything dumb. No, it's like, even though the last line of the movie was a baffled what the fuck, <laughs> I still stand by my fuck yeah rating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Or, I mean, we can just consensus. I want to fuck David. Eric. Uh, fuck yeah. Fuck David. Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> He's a real human. He's not a piece of meat. Yeah, he's a medical experiment. He's medical meat. What? I think everyone should just be. (laughs) I think everyone should just be objectified more. (laughs) I agree. Let's do it. Let's bring that mainstream. It needs to be. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Um, Any uh, any final thoughts before we wrap ourselves up out of the guest, guys? Any uh, final thoughts? I do want to just not talk anymore about the guest. You're done? Yeah, what did you think I was going to say? I don't want to talk. Probably you. something about David. <laughs> uh, I will say that... What did you think of David's eyebrows? Yeah. I didn't like eyebrows. his hair. It was a little yeah. too yellow. Okay. How could you even honest. start his eyebrows with those piercing blue eyes underneath? <laughs> it's true. I, I was staring at his, his gruff the whole he time. Always, oh, he always like, talked gruff. out of the side of his mouth. And he had a really kind of weak, narrow chin, but now we're just... <laughs> <laughs> really just nitpicking over here. His chin was narrow, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How could a man fit his teeth in his mouth? (laughs) 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 All right. All right. We're we're wrapping up here. Um, I guess that's it then. Well, now I want to know what you thought I was going to say. I don't remember now. You do remember, you son of a bitch. I don't remember. I was just going to say, I just want to make one comment about how we finally saw Green Room and it was fucking awesome. Oh. Totally unrelated. Yeah. Green Room was excellent. Yeah. Watch it if you haven't yet. We're late to the party. Yeah. We were definitely late to that one. Just like this one. This movie came out two years ago, but we should have watched it like two years ago. Um, but yeah, we uh, we all we all really liked it. So uh, I guess you can uh, watch it on Netflix if uh, if you really want to. It's out there. What were you here for last? Hellraiser. Oh no! Uh, Hellraiser. <laughs> this was so oh, no. much yeah. better than that. Thank God. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thanks for coming over and watching a, a good movie with us this oh, time. Thank, thank you. you for giving me the opportunity to watch this movie again. Give you a good excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't we have a pattern going? We we bring a movie to Fallon and it's terrible, and then she brings one on and it's great. <laughs> you should stop doing that. <laughs> I like this trade off. Right? I think we're burning all of our goodwill. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll say if you're enjoying a Fallon, we're enjoying it too. Um, Always. Okay. Good. Good. Um, so if you'd like more information on our program. You can uh, head on to Facebook, facebook.com slash secondclasscinema. You can listen to our program where you're listening to us right now. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, secondclasscinema.com, and followingfilms.com. And we're on Twitter and Instagram 
And yeah, that's it. Hallelujah. That's uh, it's over. Fuck David. <laughs>